0: yes hello hi what's going on nothing much nothing much how are you doing
1: good
0: good good good
1: um also um before we get started make sure your um make sure your phone doesn't go to sleep so it it may mess up
0: oh i see i see
1: um i don't think
0: it has a timer. i don't have a timer on my screen i have to cut it off right
1: um this is the independent podcast and i'm your host be Spell, and um my guest is joy Anna. <laughs> how are we doing
0: it's, i'm good i'm good it's it's joy. Anna is my middle name i decided to take my last name off of off of my profile oh
1: okay <laughs> um can we get a brief summary mm-hmm. of you
0: um, sure. I um live in Columbus, Ohio. I'm engaged. Um, we have three children. Um, I kinda, you know, in the realm career rise just do real estate and I do nursing as well. Um, and I've been kind of involved with a lot of just um I was involved with something called wife school and I still am and so just really kind of focusing on um the black family and people getting married and restoring marriage back into our community. So
1: okay yeah how how's that journey? Oh it's tough
0: honestly um, <laughs> no it really is I get so we mostly as women we mostly target and work with women and um I get a lot of pushback from women a lot of pushback from women it, it's, really? it's um, yes, it's honestly a task it's even gotten to the point where people um, my mentor she's um Kind of well known on social media, and she's not liked by a lot of people, so it's kind of gotten to the point where people even come after us who are just associated with her because they don't like her who message. So, your mentor, her name is um, Mrs. Grand Genois, but on Facebook, a lot of people know her as Roe Cutno or Roe Ellery Cutno, and she runs wife school and um, the wife school thing, which is for African black women, um, particularly. But the white I think school I know thing, who that is. Yeah, the white school thing really upsets a lot of people. So it's just it's really odd. I've been doing it now, I've been involved for about three or four years. And um, I I never experienced the kind of um, like just pushback from people once since I've been involved. It's really, really odd honestly. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. It is <laughs> oh
1: my god
0: (laughs) i know i know i know oh
1: my goodness help us
0: (laughs) i know but you know what i figured as long as you know people are against it it means i must be on the right path like how can you be against family and marriage it really doesn't make sense but it
1: doesn't (laughs) right right it's like men want to be married especially black men
0: yeah I agree. I think men want to be married more than women want to be married. Black men want to be married more than black women want to be married. So,
1: Like, man. Whoa. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Cameron Samuels. I just wanted mm-hmm. to let you know. hmm uh, Also, I'm a fan of um, the business. If you know uh, um, Jason Black,
0: Okay. Yeah, I've I've ran across some of his things, and I've watched a couple of Kevin Samuels' things as well. So yeah, I'm familiar with both of those.
1: What about uh, platforms? Um, uh, Sharza Ali.
0: Um, the woman Sharzad Ali. Yes. Yes. Uh huh.
1: Yes, I'm familiar
0: with some of her things as well. Yeah man <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
1: this is we're in a tough time you know winter is coming uh, yeah I oh
0: God, winter is coming
1: Game yeah. of Thrones yeah <laughs> I mean mm-hmm. they don't want they just don't they just driven on splitting people especially yeah. black people yeah, it's been like that for a long time,
0: though. I just yeah. think it's it's really coming to the forefront now because it's almost like complete destruction at this point. Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, let's get into it. I got some questions with you, okay. Joy. And uh, I met Joy on Facebook, and I was just astounded with your you know comments, you know, on Facebook. I'm like, wow, who is this angel? <laughs> who who is preaching this truth with? Like who is this woman? Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> God bless you, woman. Gosh. Um. Um. First question would be: Should a woman focus on a man's potential or his projection?
0: Yeah. So I was reading that in and- I think projection is probably more important. Um, And I thought of it from the aspects of like, you know, business, what you're doing now and what your projection would be from what you're actually producing at this moment. So I think the difference kind of between projection and potential is like potential is not really taken into consideration what you're actually producing at this moment, but. projection does and you take that and kind of make a guess of what that person is going to be able to produce in the long run so i definitely um think projection is is more important
1: okay so also um what question? are
0: your thoughts what are your thoughts on that though
1: oh um i'm all for pr- projection um mm-hmm. for me also because like marriage is a business um I believe that um, I mean, a woman should be invested in a man's future just as much as a man's invested into his woman's past. Mm -hmm. Um, so because like the woman is like literally you on for the ride on this man's future. I mean, and then for a man, um, he's just looking for a woman like have. Not trying to say women or men perfect, but he just looking mm-hmm. for emotional maturity because, mm-hmm. like, he, he understands, like, if you got a past, but if he can see, like, there's no repeat in what you have done, then you should be fine. And especially if you can, like, be honest and upfront with him and he sees growth in you, then right. that should. Yeah, that should be being in the door. As far as a woman, like if you see him actually doing something and like he is project, like like somewhat establishing himself, like he you can tell like he's headed somewhere. Then that should let you. Not trying to say guarantee you let you know, but like like that man's going somewhere. Like I'm a right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm a okay.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, I also think, like, as far as men often look for, like, you have your vision where you want, you know, your marriage, your family to go, your legacy to go. And as a woman, you know, my role is to fit into that vision, but to also help grow that vision, that legacy, whatever, you know, the vision is for that particular man. Um, But you were saying something important about, like, as far as, when a woman has a past, not repeating the same things. I think that's important. And a lot of times, women kind of get stuck in like, oh, if they're, you know, let's say you're a single mom, and they want to keep repeating the cycle, like,
1: No, i just
0: have one, (laughs) and you made the mistake or whatever the situation might have been. You can move forward from that, but there's redemption, you know, in that if you actually put in the work to not repeat the same mistakes again and to kind of move forward. Um, you know, like I've been married before, my fiance has been married before. You know, I had a child. He has two children, but you know, I have one. He can see that from that, I was moving forward from, you know, being married, I was moving forward, but still wanting to move forward into marriage again. So, you know, I definitely agree with you were saying like, you know, past us matter for women more so than it does for men. So that's something that we just got to (laughs) accept. We can't try to make ourselves equal to men and try to do better and move forward from there. So,
1: right. Also, I'm going to throw this in, it's not in the question, like
0: when -hmm. it comes
1: down to single of women with kids versus um, single men with kids, is there a difference?
0: Um, I think it depends. It is a difference when it comes to the sense that most of the time, the women have children. The children are with the woman. So women have to take into consideration right there. That's already an additional, um, you know, Layer or work that has to be put into a relationship. If you have multiple children in your custody and your care, it always already makes the situation different. And then, as far as like a man with children, a lot of times the men don't have their children, unfortunately here in you know the United States. Um, So they can move a little bit differently than you know a woman who has children. The children are in his home, so it kind of makes a, a difference. And then, of course, men. They want to have their legacy with this woman, and sometimes some men do see other children from previous relationships as not adding value to whatever they're trying to do in their vision and their legacy. I don't necessarily think said the B word. (laughs) I don't necessarily think that viewpoint is um, right or correct. And to be honest, a lot of men from other countries don't necessarily hold that view especially african men but you have to still take into consideration you can't have five children and think like oh yeah this is gonna be a sweet situation he's gonna accept all these children that i got you know that that it don't work like that (laughs) and if if someone does accept you with five children you you better be very very grateful and you need to be like being very submissive to that man so that's all i gotta say about that (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) okay wow that's amazing. <laughs> uh, we need more of you, Joy. You just don't know.
0: Look, well, there's people out here. We just got to get together and find who those people are, because that's going to be the only way we're going to be able to build something as a community.
1: So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Men don't approach women anymore. They, they send DMs. Why is that?
0: Um, pretty much, I think technology, you know, social media has taken over. It's convenient. Um, it's accessible right there at your fingertips. You ain't got to go out and, you know, meet people the, the old fashioned way. So I just think convenience pe- plays a big role in, in into it. And it's just what's popular now. I mean, it's so easy to send someone a message. Like, I mean, we didn't connect on that level, but you was it was so easy to just send me a message. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just accessible. So um, I don't know. I think that has a lot to do with it. And then also, I think in public, a lot of women don't present themselves in a way that make men want to approach them. So.
1: Okay. Also, yeah, um, I see a lot of videos on TikTok on like women be like, No, men don't approach me no more. Da-da-da-da. Oh mm. my god, mm-hmm. um, like I see even black white women, they be saying, Like, wow, we were just it was a group of us, and these men didn't even say nothing no more, they ain't come and say hey, da like,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't experienced that as much. Now, I've experienced more people definitely sending messages, but I still get approached in public, so I can't say that I don't experience that. Um, Like I said, I think the public aspect of it is a lot of women are not being, aren't presentable, honestly. I I mean, it just kind of comes down to that. They're not presentable. So they're not being desired okay. because they're not presentable. Um, you can't be dressed in a certain way and think an actual man or actual gentleman is going to approach you. So.
1: Okay. Because like, I'm thinking like, well, you know, I think it's something to do with uh, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think yeah. about that. Because, like, he's like, hey, I guess, men like, hey, if you're going to call the police, that's to say I spoke to you or hold the door for you. uh, like Is it, is it
0: to that extent at this point?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm asking because I didn't, like I said, I didn't even think about that angle. So,
1: yeah, man. I mean, they shot when that harassment, harassment, police be right there. I'm like, yo. I just try to open it the door for you, you know what I'm saying?
0: Wow. I really did not know it got to that level, to be honest.
1: I'm, kind,
0: mean, of, I'm kind of amazed by that.
1: <laughs> yeah, like men, like, hey, you don't want me to say nothing? Then I mean, we even seen it in political spaces, like mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Um Fabio, he was the New York governor. Mhm, and like, like five times. Well, it was six, but that six one, I, I, I thought that was weak. She mm-hmm. was saying like, "Oh, he, you know, he just, you know, he dabbed me, and I felt some type of way." It's like he dabbed you. That's all he did. Wow. That's
0: all that he is...
1: did.
0: <laughs> That's a shame. That is a. It pure was Cuomo,
1: shame. Governor Cuomo.
0: Wow, that's a period. that's a mess. I can't even believe it's gotten to that point. So, I mean, what is what are women complaining about if they're kind of putting that out there? And, you know, of course men are, if that's, you know, in that particular atmosphere, um, of course men are going to be like, okay, well, let me back off a little bit. Like, you can't put stuff out there like that and then wonder why men aren't approaching you. That's
1: weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, Oof. I mean, this. Dating out here because I'm a single man with no kids, it sucks. Like, capital S U C K. Like, um, third, what's your definition of a high value woman?
0: Hmm, definitely, I think being feminine is one of the, the top qualities, and what that means to me is being able to nurture, um, and nurturing is you know being able to grow a person. Um, just through your compassion and your care and your femininity. So, you know, if you as a high value woman cannot make your husband or your partner a better man, and you, you ain't have to do this, is not like bossing around. This is very subtle. This is through, you know, many different things, cooking, touch, um, taking care of little details that he might not even think of, um. Just little things like that, you know, that are considered nurturing. Um, You have to be nurturing and feminine to be a high-value woman. Um, So nothing to do with your career. (laughs) Nothing Mm -hmm. to do with how much money you're making. You know what I mean? Um, Just that beauty you can bring to grow something, a person. Even maybe if you are talking about business and money within a marriage or relationship, to grow his bank account. You know, things along that line. So are you... Are you frugal do you know how to save money um do you like not have all this weave and fake nails where you're having this huge expense that you have to take money out of the relationship to put into other things so those little types of things are you know feminine and nurturing and then of course that spills into if you decide to have children as well so
1: Man, because these women, like, when it comes to nails and hair, like, about <laughs> busting that money open. Like, especially nails. Like, I know a girl that, she changes her nails, like, every day, it seems like.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: Dang, girl.
0: It's so wasteful. I, You know, honestly, I have never been into that. It just never was something that, and I'm a little bit, probably a little bit older than you are, but it was something that never, um... I was into. So it just kind of naturally, as I became older and became an adult, it was something that I noticed men were very attracted to the fact that I have natural hair to the fact that I don't wear, you know, fake nails. Um, I don't, I wear minimal, I wear minimal makeup. I wear makeup sometimes, but on an everyday, everyday basis, I don't wear makeup. So it's like men were actually really attracted to that kind of stuff. So, you know, that stuff, when you do all those things, it's so expensive like to get weed, to get your hair done, and all, like, I mean, that's just wasteful, you know, honestly
1: <laughs> yeah so less is more
0: Yeah, it, it definitely is It <laughs> is, it, it, it is, especially when you're talking about building wealth saving money, having a legacy, like all of those little expenses, you might not think they matter, but you have to kind of think of the big picture and they do matter because that stuff adds up it really does add up So
1: okay um also um i posted something on facebook mm-hmm. um
0: but wait we got to go back, though, because
1: okay, okay, you're
0: the, you're the man, so you're out here dating. What is your definition of a high-value woman? What do you consider a high-value woman? Because that's not really a term that is put out there often versus the high-value man. That's
1: always being talked about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just being, like, the core of it for me, for a woman's foundation, being feminine. Not conditional feminism, but this being feminine across the board. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, across the men that you're attracted to and men you probably not even attracted to.
0: Right, right.
1: So, it's like, you gotta give a man respect to men that you, you know, just across the board, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could be an average dude, uh, a white-collar dude, a blue-collar dude, Or high value, just across the board, respect to Mm -hmm. a point. It's gotten to a point like, uh, they say, like, I saw it on um, Facebook. They say, they they saying that uh, men won't be treated like women, and I was like, so a man that wants respect, that's treatment being treated like a woman, just like.
0: Oh, they sound confused. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> some, some things I do know what people are talking about when they say certain males do want to be treated like women. I, I, I've seen those types of things, but respect is definitely not one of them because men and women, respect is way more important to men than it is to women. Because that's why you got women who can forgive a man, you know, for calling out her name or whatever and go back, you know what I'm saying? But men, when you disrespect men, they literally will leave. They're done with you. They're like, I'm done. I'm not, you know, if you happen to get another chance, it's like, if you blow it, you already know it's over. So respect is something that is mostly you know men actually want and it's very important to men so i don't maybe these women think they are men maybe that's the issue so yeah, yeah
1: like, <laughs> like like so a man that wants respects being treated like a woman like clearly.
0: <laughs> yeah i've never heard that one these people are confused really truly
1: <laughs> yeah i was like man also i posted this one i know it's not part of the questions I says, cheating is often part of the terms and conditions when dealing with a high-value man. What do you say about that?
0: It can be. I, I agree it can be. But I don't know. In terms of, of marriage, I don't, I don't think it necessarily is, is a given. Um, and the only reason I say that is because cheating can be messy. And it can jeopardize someone's legacy it can jeopardize someone's, you know, image. It can jeopardize their family. So Mm -hmm. I do think um, high value men hold their family and their legacy in high regard. So um, they're not just going to want to recklessly be out there cheating. You know what I mean? Um, It can happen. And to be honest, I've seen it more so when you say high value, a lot of people kind of just equate that to high earning, they don't necessarily think about all the other things that make a man high value. And I've only seen that mostly in the media. Um, And I don't really take the media as good examples for everyday people. Um, Yeah. And, you know, because, you know, you got Bill Gates and all those things that were coming down in the media about them cheating and blah, 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 Jeff Bezos and all that stuff. Those men are, are, I don't know if they're high value or not, but they're definitely high earners. And I think a lot of people equate that to high value. And uh, when people got money like that, the rules, the same rules don't even apply to them, that apply to us. So, you know, I kind of just say they're in their own world when it comes to that type of thing. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I mean, I saw that. I was like, that's kinda true in some cases, because like and then some women um understand, like they understand like, hey, this man got money. If he can cheat, he gotta cheat respectfully, which I've seen that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm sure people do have those types of agreements, you know. Yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Uh, um, also, uh, what else? Question four: Um, why is there no male empowerment?
0: You know, I was thinking about that, that was a good question, and I'm not really sure. I think that has to come from men, you know what I mean? If men want to have these spaces for other men. Um, that's something y'all had to create. And I think, you know, with women, of course, there's all this women's empowerment and stuff, but I do know that mostly stemmed from women being like a minority and being a, an oppressed group, you know, historically. Um, so usually when that's the case, there's always some type of empowerment to try to, you know, bring them above. But at this point, it's, like, kind of above and beyond, if you ask me. (laughs) Um, But men have to be – I think men have to be, you know, the leaders in that. If men want that type of, you know, space, that type of thing, empowerment for each other, um, they have to create it. But it's just tough because men are greatly devalued, unfortunately, um, to the point – and not necessarily – I'm just going to speak on black folks for a second because I don't know what the white folks got going on, but <laughs> black black men are definitely devalued in our society, um, you know, and that has been historically. And even now it's almost, and this kind of goes into, I think it was your last question about, you know, the parenting and stuff. But before we get to that, it's just men in general have just, black men have just been taken out of the homes they don't it's not like they're important anymore their role in society is not um defined no one really knows what it is um and you just have all these things being pushed in the media into our children that it's like only women who are running everything so it's like men are completely being left out of the the story to be honest and it's quite sad it's really sad and i don't it's not right. Um, it seems like an agenda. And, yep. um, you know, I, I think men have to be the ones to change that, though. I don't think it's for us to change it, though.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, I think the the empowerment is in that manosphere, if you mm-hmm. ever heard that term.
0: I've heard it. it I kind of stay away from it because I don't, I don't, I'll say I don't really know exactly what it's about. But, at least from the interactions that I've had with men just through social media not in real life just through social media it, right. it almost seems like the empowerment is is coming from not liking women and I don't I don't know if that's true or okay. not but okay. it it just comes across that way and yes. so I really just kind of stay away from it I don't really, I've never even looked into it. I've never got on YouTube and looked at any of those videos that are considered manosphere-type things. I think Kevin Samuels might be one of them, but like I said, I've only seen like two or three of his videos. So, I don't know, maybe you can explain that a little better.
1: I mean, the manosphere is just like, it's nothing new. Well, mm-hmm. for me, it's nothing new. Like, like for me, like, Kevin Samuels is saying stuff, there's nothing new from the barbershop to the you know the men's locker room anywhere there's a space of men when the idea of where men can just talk from their different experiences dealing with women Mm -hmm. so because like you got older and you got younger generations but we all got different experiences with women. So mm-hmm. not everybody got the same experiences, but we all dealt with the same gender, you know? Yeah. And yeah. he's basically repeating it and especially with, uh, Kevin Samuels, Jason Black, uh, O'Shea, Dure, mm-hmm. um, Abba and Preach, um, Media correct reviews, um, there's many others that I watch. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like they can uh they all saying the same thing, mm-hmm. and they are maybe um uh, kind of like mainstream and maybe like from Kevin Sangles, he backs it up with uh you know facts and data statistics, you know what I'm
0: saying? Mm-hmm.
1: And to a point where people are like, "Oh, it's made up." Like, no, it's not. It's this stuff; those data and facts are old to the point they' older than YouTube. Mm-hmm. So they've been there since forever. It's just that people haven't got there and explained it to you, or either they don't understand what's been given, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, he. They come. Oh, he bashing with like no, like you could have. I've been watching Kevin Samuels for maybe like a year or two,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: I caught the maybe like the the back end of when he was getting all men. How men should, you know, um, strive for excellence. Which he understands that men are not perfect, mm-hmm. but we can strive for excellence though. Right. So. And that um, there's like, he also like, he's setting down boundaries, which I don't understand where we're in a world then of where people don't like boundaries for some reason, because those boundaries are set for a reason.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they don't like them because they weren't raised with them. You have to kind of, you know, have a good upbringing to be a healthy minded adult, you know? Yeah. And so, a lot of us didn't have good upbringings. A lot of us didn't have a two-parent home, you know. Yeah, and men are are very um, good with setting boundaries. And yeah. so, if you didn't have a father in your home, right. the boundaries you probably weren't getting boundaries set in the in the household. So, right. Like, I mean, that's kind of where it comes from, honestly. So,
1: yeah. Like, because to me, he sets a, you know, just a blueprint
0: mm-hmm.
1: of, like, what, can, what, what a man or a woman could do in this mm-hmm. dating market and go from there. And I think the backlash was, like, like um, he's telling us, and either whatever you are in life, whether it's good and bad, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for me it's like it's nothing new, but for um I didn't hear this. Well, I I heard it because I not I didn't have a dad, mm-hmm. uh, um, but I still have a good great relationship because my situation's different-ish. Mm-hmm. Um it's very different. I mean it's different and it's different, and um but I didn't hear that type of, you know, blueprint from my parents or even church. They don't even set a real blueprint of how to maneuver in this dating marketplace. It's like yeah. they kind of out of touch. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, you know, they might not have had to to do the things that, that we do, but um, which is one of the reasons the blueprint wasn't set but then also so they didn't get a blueprint either you know yeah I don't just kind of had to figure things out my parents are married my grandparents are married on both sides um my great-grandparents yeah. were married, like it's you know a lot of people are married in my family but um as far as being specifically taught things about courting and getting married I was not
1: but right.
0: when I you know kind that's why I kind of sought I sought out these things and um just especially through wife school um, my mentor she actually has almost identical talking points to Kevin Samuels and she's been around longer than he has as far as in social media you know world I guess you can say and um, you know when I watched one of his videos I kind of immediately recognized that his talking points were almost identical to hers but you know I just prefer to learn from a woman I don't I might right learn those types of things from a man it's just the delivery is a little different um right. so but yeah i mean we if you weren't raised in a way where you were taught these things and you know my mentor was actually raised where she was taught these things and there's families out here who are raised this way to be able to marry well like marrying well is not an accident being wealthy is not an accident these people come from generations of being, you know, marrying well and being wealthy. So it's like, you have to kind of, if you didn't learn it, you got to go find people who know about it so you can teach it to other yeah. people and teach it to your children. So, you know, our parents didn't know. Their parents didn't really know. So we can't blame them, but we can do better for ourselves and figure it out. So.
1: Yeah. like I like uh, Kevin Singh says, like, a man should be trying to be in a serious relationship around 35 and 40 i was like oh okay yeah um, i kind of agree with that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and that's like i said that's the same my mentor says men shouldn't even consider marriage until they're 35 period no yes. younger, no younger than 35 women should start at 25 10 years 10 years earlier so, um, and there should be, you know, a gap as age difference between men and women as well. The men should be older. So, you know, these are things that were specifically said. So, like you said, I know my parents didn't specifically say that. They didn't say, hey, you don't need to be dating any guys younger than 35. They didn't say that. They didn't tell me that.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and then most
1: dudes was like, no, you shouldn't, like, Like, what are you waiting for? I'm like, dude, I'm not even 35 yet. Can I live my life first? Because, like, you know, uh, (laughs) like, you going to marry late? I was like, dude, I'm just getting started with life. What do you mean, late?
0: Yeah. I don't (laughs) know if Kevin Samuels touches on the whole reason why 35 is recommended. But I know for um, my mentor, she says the 35 for men is recommended because that's when your natural testosterone levels start to level off. And then after that they start to decrease year after year. And the reason that's important is because when men are younger, they wanna basically have sex. They're so they wanna, you know, yeah. out here kinda coming to America, you know, soiling the oats type deal. So yeah. um it, it's let it's more likely that younger men are gonna cheat. Versus when you get to 35, you're a little bit more con- self control. You're yep. more in control of your sexual desires. Um, the testosterone is leveling off anyway. So you're not as driven sexually and um, carnally. So that's the reason that they recommend 35 and older. So, yeah,
1: absolutely. Also, um, I think he says like uh, a man's. Uh, financial peak starts peaking up. Mm-hmm. The older he gets, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm only thirty one, so mm-hmm. I've yet to fully experience that. So, <laughs> right, and <laughs> I just, just started. getting started, normal.
0: bro. Yeah, really, it's normal. Like he said, thirty five is where it starts to happen. So,
1: yeah. Um, what else? Um, final question. Um. Is society pushing the idea that men are disposable in parenting?
0: hmm Absolutely. I, absolutely. It's just, it's really sickening. But just the whole, you know, see I feel like people wear the single mom stuff as a badge of honor, number one. And, you know, yeah. they don't even... No mentions of, hey, my children actually need a father figure versus I'm the mom and a dad. You can't be the mom and a dad. You're a woman. You can only be the mother. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like only a man can be a father. So I, I truly do. You know, many things in the media, they show women like, you know, graduating from school without husbands and a bunch of children pulling along. You know, even women have this idea that you don't need a man to raise a child, like, they feel like they can do it on their own, you know some people just get sperm donors which I think is nuts, like you know, a yeah. child needs a father like, but I truly, yeah society, American society specifically, is um definitely making the man disposable especially in a role of parenting, so I, I 100% agree with that
1: like, cause like Um, man, I like like you said. Um, the whole idea of like two babies, Mm -hmm. you know, that's like Mm -hmm. a real thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, it's like, well, you got your baby from a laboratory. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't get the natural way, so it's like, man.
0: I know. I know. You know, women don't try. They don't we don't respect men overall, like as a whole, I don't feel like women respect men. And it's like, we feel like men are even disposable in relationships. And the issue is a lot of times children result in these relationships. And you're like, oh, this man is disposable, but with no thoughts of, hey, but we have these children, I need him to be here as a father. And we're very quick to just leave because, of course, women can go make their own money now. Women can provide the financials, but it's so much more that is involved with a man than him providing. And I think that's where we don't value men at is because we only see men as providers, and there's other things that men provide. They provide structure, they provide those boundaries we were talking about. They provide protection for ourselves and for children. You know, children are less likely to be harmed if there's a father present in the home, you know. Right. So, I definitely think that's what's going on right now, and it's quite sad.
1: Also, um, especially with big daddy government, because mm-hmm. he's the yeah. biggest, big ba- daddy to these women.
0: Yeah, yeah. We get incentivized to be single moms. <laughs> you get, you know, all these benefits and, yeah, you know, assistance. And like, what if that stuff didn't exist? You know, I think women would probably think twice about having children, you know. Right. So you ain't going to have this safety net of child support, of, you know, yeah. a forced child support. You know, I, I definitely think men should take care of their children, but I also think men will actually take care of their children without being told to do so. So, you know, and that would make women think twice about who they're having children with as well, you know. Number one, am I married to this person? That should be the first thing. Yeah. (laughs) And then after that, you know, are they responsible? Are they a good man, a good father, blah, blah, blah. But the first thing should be, am I actually legally protected from marriage? And if you're not, you really shouldn't be having a child. So yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah and uh what else uh, especially with uh you do you know what who is um p j and jenner
0: Mm-mm, what's that
1: her name is um she's a uh she she's a um IG model.
0: Okay.
1: Um it's PJ Washington and Brittany Renner. Do you know who goes oh, to
0: that? Oh, I okay. I saw that float that story floating around on Facebook a little bit, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't really know the specifics, but I I saw the names of the people. I didn't know who the, the basketball player was, but I looked up the lady and um I actually looked up a YouTube video of hers that was from prior to him getting with her. And she was specifically stating that if you want to make a check, athletes are dumb. Have sex yeah. with him. And she specifically said that in her video. In yeah. Her YouTube video. <laughs> and I was like, okay, did he not see this? Did he not yeah. watch this YouTube video? Because um, she, she specifically said that. Like, she couldn't be more plain and clear. So... I don't know. He was pretty dumb, but I mean, she was trifling as well. But at the same time, she didn't hide who she was. So very transparent. (laughs) Yes, very transparent. People got to be better with their decision making and not try to, you know, women often do this. Honestly, we, you know, have the children and say, oh, he changed, he changed, which I don't ever really believe that Um, but you know he kind of did what women do but she didn't change she was very transparent from the beginning and he still made a decision to have a baby with this lady to impregnate this lady Um yeah. and I just think that was foolish
1: <laughs> I mean I feel like people feel like they can change people with uh, the members between their legs yeah. and that doesn't work it really doesn't no,
0: not a person would who directly just outright states something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's wow. I mean, and I think she was older than him too. That's also
1: that's also that's, that's comes a bad that's very. A bad sign. Yeah. Doesn't that comes out very predatory?
0: Yeah, that's a bad sign. Like she was older than him. Like all the signs were there, um, but maybe he didn't have. Guidance around him, you know, where yes, were the, all
1: true?
0: Yeah, where were the men at around him, like his dad, or you know, some uncles, or some mentors, or something like Right. Ultimate people are going to do what they want to do, but people who do have guidance do tend to be a little better off than people who don't. So
1: I'm like, man,
0: <laughs> I don't know what the age difference was, but um she sound like definitely she was well she sounded predatory in the video she made to be honest so she was in line with her predatory behavior and finding a young young gullible athlete so yeah
1: I'm like man oh man Um, that was I mean she getting what 200,000 Jesus
0: like a month. Yes. Wow. Well, she, uh, as they say, she secured the bag.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then we dealing with a basketball player. Like he could, like he, he this dude could get injured anytime, in bro. Well,
0: that's look. She that's gonna be on her. Hopefully, she that's manages the money appropriately. Gambling. And she treats him appropriately and he's still you know able to be a father to the child because that's the most important is is that child does that child have you know their father so
1: so i'm like man but um this has been a great podcast man like
0: for having me
1: you just don't know you're so refreshing like
0: Thank you thank you for having me you know and anytime I'll jump on and like I said it's just gonna take like-minded people getting together to make things better so
1: And um also I do have another podcast that I would like for you to join and be a part of okay. Uh, okay. with uh, Elijah.
0: Mm-hmm. okay yeah I um, definitely look forward to that as well
1: We may change the date because like cause I definitely wanna be in that conversation with you all mm-hmm. um but I'll definitely keep in touch with you to show to let you know changes okay um, but um thank you
0: you are most welcome thank you and we're-
1: where can people, you know, Facebook? or you on know, social medias? Where Where are you at?
0: Yeah, Facebook is Joy Anna. You can look up Joy of Real Estate on both Facebook or Instagram, and I should pop up. So,
1: okay, all right, guys. Um, this has been another great one right here in the P O B podcast, and we'll see you later.
0: All right,
1: bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.